Technical difficulties, but we in the building. We ready. We ready now. DJ Abby's back. Um, appreciate it. y'all being patient with us. Um, but thank y'all for for uh, supporting us, and we need more support. So we'll work on that. Vox Wave now features a streaming radio media player on our website front page, where local artists can get their music played twenty four seven. For more information on getting your music in rotation and perform live at the studio, contact Greg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Android users, the Voxwave app is now available in the Google Play Store. Download the app today on your Android devices to listen in and view programs. That's key. So you can listen in and and, and support us and uh, 
and listen to things we have to say because there's a lot of shows on this on Vox Wave that are very important and insightful and some good music as well. Business Definitely. owners looking for a place to advertise your businesses and promote your products or services, Vox Wave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day, 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, again, contact Greg Gaskins, 240-832-4455. In support of your community, um, Vox Wave will be collecting toiletries such as toothpaste, soap, lotions, antibacterial wipes, socks, shampoos, combs, etc. Angel toiletry things that you can give to us. Please drop them off at the donation. Tree, pop, tree, please drop off your donations at the station, which is located at 4711 Off Place Stewart in Maryland. Again, please drop these things off. We want you to smell good. We don't want your breath to stink. Tell them. And Tell we don't want you to get sick. And we want you to have nice, warm feet. So there we go for the for the announcements we have. We um. We definitely wanna wanna thank you guys for. I guess I had a mic in the whole time, didn't I? So maybe they didn't hear anything I had to say. Maybe heard nothing. It was low. It maybe was it was very low. It was okay, low. very low. All right. So uh, again, I'm Brian Patterson. This is Frank. We got my man Ron in the building as well. Big Ron. Abby's back. She wasn't here last week, so welcome back, Abby. Did you have fun on your vacation? <laughs> Did you do gymnastics? No, yes, you did. You did gymnastics twice last week. <laughs> so anyway, we um, we got a variety of topics today too. We're going to talk about. Um, we kind of want to want to hit on uh, the latter part of this program, kind of piggyback on what we talked about last week about the hip hop world and how the influence has affected our communities. But we also want to know what you're going to do to change that. What we're gonna we're gonna put the 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 calling not only on us here, but on you to make some changes, to find out what change you can make in your life. If you have a platform to use it, how are you going to use it? Are you going to use it for good or for bad? Just like we talk about with these artists and people that come in here. Everybody has a platform. You don't know it. If you're a parent, your platform, you're a platform because you have children that look up to you. If you work in any industry that people look up to you as a manager or anything that you do, we want to make sure that you're using your platform to promote change, and, po and, and, and positive thinking in the, in the community and in, in your home. So we hope that you're able to do that, and we're going to speak more about that later, later on. But um, we have some jobs, Frank, that you want to uh, discuss today? I do have some jobs. Um, give me one second on the jobs. I, I, before we go to the jobs, yes. I, I kind of wanted to continue what you were talking about in terms of, like, all okay, right, this music thing is a... It's, it's one of those scenarios where Brian and I, we're going to do what we can right. to, before we leave planet Earth, make an impact and basically try to steer people to an understanding to know anytime you talk, anytime you sing, anytime you rap, um, there's people listening. Right. Right. And there's a message that you are, there's a message that you're sending to those people. And it's it's not just entertainment. You right. know, again, that argument, I hear it all the time, it's just entertainment. No, right. Right. it's not just entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's people listening, there's people that you're influencing. Right. You, we got to make sure that, you know, you know so when, you, when you walk down the street, you're influencing somebody. They're looking at you. People are always looking. And we ought to remember that, you know, that he's absolutely right. The music that we listen to, the shows that we watch, the things that we read, the conversations that we even have with people are definitely um, 
things that we have to be more aware of of what we say and how we say it and our interaction with people. So affecting change is, is what we need to do. And he's right. We only on this earth for a short period of time. What are you going to leave behind? You know, what is your legacy? What are you going to do that's positive that's going to stay behind and not negative? So All right. go ahead, my brother. Okay, so uh, we do have a couple of jobs. Um, we have a sanitation manager in Los Angeles, California. The company is Seize Candy. They're paying 80000 So if you are interested in that, you can give me a call at 301-442-9258. We've got a Class A delivery driver in Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. The company is Reinhardt Food Services. 70000 is what the salary is. If you're interested, you can get in contact with me. We have a QC manager in Fredericksburg, Virginia. The company is Universal Dynamics. They're paying seventy to 90000 Now, let me, let me just say something. Um, we haven't been getting a lot. We haven't been getting no feedback. On these Absolutely jobs. none. Like zero. <laughs> so literally, I've been like, you know what? There's another, you know what I'm saying? I got to find the people that really, this is going to mean something to them. Cause so, I guess y'all don't need no job. Well, no, no, no. It's not that. It's just that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to know your audience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, true. But the reason why we continue to do this is because something that engineer extraordinaire Ron told me. Right, what do you say? You got to stay consistent. Stay consistent. Right, Ron? Stay consistent? Even if, like, even if you see zero results. Keep going. You keep going, man. Yeah, yeah. So Some, Somebody's going somebody's to be affected. Day, one listen, person. If we get one person to help one person, it was all worth it. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. it. So if one day we're reading off these jobs or they see these jobs or whatever and we get one person. So that's why we keep doing it. Right. If there's someone that's out there out there like, aren't those the same jobs from last week? But anyway. Oh, who cares? Repetition. Keep it going. You just keep it moving. And then the last one, we have an account executive, and that's in San Francisco, sunny San Francisco, California. The company is Constructor.io. They're paying 175 to 210000 annually. Again, if you're interested, you can call me at 301-442-9258. And the qualifications for this job, just make sure you qualify. I mean, just look at the look at the dynamics of it and see if your resume suits that or doesn't suit that. So, you know, definitely figure that out. Most definitely. Um, this next topic we're going to talk about, are we going to do first take two now? Or are we going to do let's something else? Yeah, first do, take let's two. Let's do first take two. We're doing two. first take two. And the discussion today was these and we're not talking about those people in act in, in, in up there up north the the land we're going to talk about the people in the bay oh we will mention the h, land at h, some point. h town of course you're going to mention it you're always going to come back to that h town now let's talk about this um and we're going to talk about start talking about h town too you want to talk about h town you want yeah james, you want h town that's right that's right james, I'm, yeah james james rodrigo harding <laughs> j h the bearded bandit, baby. J.R. See, a lot of people don't know his middle name is Rodrigo. James Rodrigo Harden. Yes. And, and so I want to touch. A lot of these people are talking like Houston is going to beat the Warriors. Now, do I know that for sure? Steph got hurt last night. That's a big factor. Do I think? Did he get hurt? Yeah, he twists his ankle. He, he twists his ankle. Bad? Well, well, he I don't know. His ankle he every, he every couple yeah. times every year. Yeah, he does. And, not, but he had a huge, a bad one. Um, 
before. So this is the same surgery could be put angle he's had on twice. So my thing he'll is this: definitely he'll be back. He'll be back. Definitely he'll be back. Count that. But. You're you're going for Houston, right? Aren't you pulling for Houston or are you pulling for the Warriors? Which one are you pulling for? Well, first of all, again, we already know the reason why the Warriors is not we can't even that's not a fair they listen, do you know how do you gonna how are you gonna stack your team with nothing but three pointers? They got like nine three pointers deadly, like could go on any team and give you twenty five. Doesn't Houston have the same thing? Okay, so no, no we were just talking about go to right, the state. Right, but right, if right. you wanna jump to Houston. We can James, jump to Houston. With James Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Rico. Now. Yeah, so. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. So, I'm listening. No, all right. So, Houston. The reason why I like Houston is because you have a group of humble, a group of very, they're humble guys. Mm -hmm. Just, you know what I mean? Like, they're below the radar. Trevor Reza. You know, Trevor, listen. I actually saw Trevor Reza in a restaurant one time. Did you? And, like, nobody knew who he was. And he was just sitting there minding his business. And I think I saw him help an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw him help an old lady, like, get her, you know, I think she dropped her soup or something. And he helped Oh, her. he picked up the soup, right? <laughs> he picked her soup up, put it back in the bowl for her. I mean, so these are the type of guys. These are the type of He guys. literally picked up the soup, y'all. And put it back in the bowl and sit here. I'm sorry. I'm Go sorry, finish man. your meal. I'm sorry, man. You know, it, maybe, you know, I so, might, maybe they'll keep bringing you another one. So, Trevor, if this is a true story, please let us know. We're here. Um, true story. Come on, B. You know I wouldn't lie on something like that. <laughs> you think I would lie on, on no, something like that? No, not at all. Not, a, not at all. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> but we're going to, I think the Warriors will beat Houston. I think the Warriors are better. I think Houston has come a long, long way. Don't get me wrong. Houston has come a, a mighty long way and it's dominating the news. I was watching the sports this morning and and I think that Houston is a very big. It's a big market. They have a great team and they're definitely going to try to get better and they're getting better and I think they're 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 right here with they are right here with Golden State right there. No, no, no. Yeah, they, the bearded fact, one they might be they might be right there like right there. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, they right. might be just right there, but I don't think they're going to win. So we're going to we're going to have another right, probably it's unfair. It's not unfair. It's definitely not unfair. It's it's what it is is it's basketball. Okay, I know it's fair. Okay, but B what I'm trying to say is you play you play Kenner League. You play, you play yes. Pro-Am. You yes. play all that. Yes, on each team. You got your superstar. Yes, so that when you when you when you go when you're going to that game, you know, all right, I'm gonna be going up against whoever. Right, right. If that guy called you up and was like B. Why don't you just join my squad? And so I mean, am I getting? Listen, because it would be the conversation would be, you know, if me and you team up, we're gonna just. I mean, listen. What's the, what's the goal of sports? Let me ask you, what's the goal of sports? The goal. Please, of, Facebook Live, listen. What is the goal of sports? All right, I'm gonna tell you the goal of sports. Right. The goal of sports is to create a fair, competitive environment where you, you find a winner. Out of that environment. Okay, That's can, the can goal. we skip the, the the first thirty seconds of that comment and get to the last? What was the last part you said? To find a what? Find the winner. The goal of sports is to win, y'all. Win. Okay. I so know. how you win? Where at the end of the day, as anybody say, oh, you know, Mike got six rings. Now, he got six rings. Bill Russell has eleven. Robert Ory has seven. 
So I think at the end of the day, you could say Carl Malone was 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 true to Utah. He stayed 25 years. Did he get a ring? No. Charles Barkley. Oh, he stayed to Philly and jumped around. Did he get a ring? No. The object of this whole thing is to do what? Is to win. No, Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl is to win. Basketball is to win. Hockey, baseball is to win. Well, can I say something? Yes, can you I, can say whatever can you want to say. Yes, interject. Abby, are you sharing the popcorn? Are you sharing popcorn every day? Can I get one? Uncle Frank wants a popcorn. Thank you so much. If All you right. want popcorn, it's here. We we now we have popcorn. We do have popcorn. <laughs> I think I think people are attracted to sports because it's more than just winning. Right. I think there's a story behind it that people are attracted to. The, the, the competition, they're watching all different elements of the competition. That's why you have so many individuals interested anywhere from reporters to fans right. to, you know, to, you know, TV stations to radio networks to artists. I mean, sports is like, you know, that's that is deeper than just the wins. No, no question. No question. So that's no what question. I, so that's what I'm trying to say is. Some people don't care how you win. There are some people that think that. But then there's some people that are like, you know what? I do care how you win. Right. Because actually, if you win the way I don't think you should be winning, then I'm not going to give you the W. How you take the W away if you win? No, I'm just saying mentally. Mentally, got you. They, like, they're, they're not looking at you as a champion because you right. have to move to get your championship. No, I get that. That's all I'm saying. So, this kind of topic kind of parallels to what we talked about earlier about your platform. Now, I saw this t-shirt. It's on Facebook. I see some of y'all probably on Facebook have seen it. There's a picture of LeBron. There's a picture of... Thank you, Abby. There's a picture of LeBron. There's a picture of Kobe and a picture of Michael Jordan. Hold on, baby. I'll get one in one second. And I was looking at this picture and three... I mean, it was LeBron, Kobe, and, and Mike. Yes. In my opinion, and mind me if I'm wrong, out of those three guys, Michael Jordan, what has Michael Jordan done for the community? Okay? What has he done? What has he stood up for? Please tell me what Michael Jordan has stood up for on his platform that okay. he has. All right. Because we talk about LeBron, we talk about Kobe, all that stuff. Michael Jordan stays quiet on everything to the one thing he said something, Bonner, I think, I mean, not Bonner, um, when the Clippers got all messed up and he said, finally opened his mouth and said something. Michael Jordan don't say jack about anything, nothing. That dude stays quiet, sells his shoes, gets his money. That dude, that dude's platform is immense, and he doesn't say anything. So well, that's did. my opinion. Well, you, you stated that to say what? Yeah, wait. I'm saying I'm saying that to use your platform that you have okay, to make change. No, okay, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't. He hasn't used his platform for change for nothing. Michael Jordan doesn't do anything, and I'm gonna call him out. Why don't you stand for something? Because right now you stand for nothing. Okay, oh. you stand for nothing. All right, seriously, MJ, MJ you stand for you. nothing. I'm gonna be honest with you, but at least LeBron makes a stand. KD, uh, uh, Steph, these dudes. You come from that era. You you're mad Charles Barkley because Barkley called you out, and said you was a bum GM, and you are. And there's no question about it. The team, the, you picked some horrible picks. Kwame Brown was a horrible pick, and you picked him. Horrible. So your decisions in basketball have been horrible. So. But you still don't stand for no activism to help nobody out. I've never heard of Michael Jordan going anywhere to help anybody out. Am I wrong? Well, I will say this. 
I don't think you can force somebody to be an activist. I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you have to be an activist. Right. You have to want to, you have to you want to be mean? one. No question about it. Like, that was the one, of, one of the conversations I had with Trevor Ariza when he, after he let gave the Did he, up. after he picked up the suit, you pulled him aside? After he gave the lady the suit, <laughs> we, I pulled him aside. <laughs> and this is what he told me. What did he tell you? The funny thing is, it's ironic. We were talking about the same subject. Same subject. Wow. Trevor. And this is what he said. He said, Frank, I want to be an activist, but it's not in me. Mm. So maybe Jordan is just not in him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the, here's the other thing. There are some people that do things, but they, they do it low key. You don't, you don't know whether Jordan is doing some, like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm probably almost positively sure that Jordan is giving some of his, some of his money away to help people. But Jordan may be the type of person. He's like, I don't want this broadcast. I know there there's some millionaires. There's some millionaires, billionaires that are like, yo, I'm gonna give back to the community, but I don't want nobody to know. Okay, I hear what so you're he saying. He could be one of those people. But what okay, but the problem is, Frank, with that statement is if you do stuff on the low, it's gonna come out at some point, right? No, not necessarily. Not, something's not necessarily. gonna come out. Something has to come out. My hey. LeBron does a lot of things on the low that comes out, right? I mean, but to help yeah, others? He, yeah, it comes out, but that's because he's under a microscope and he's under a different, like, you know Mike wasn't under a microscope? No, I'm saying, like, Mike, Mike's time in the limelight is done. So he's not, like, every day there's cameras and there's people Michael trying to Jordan get a sound Michael Jordan is bite. never out the limelight. He's Michael Jordan. I we know, know that. I get that, B. But what I'm trying to say is, in terms of, the, there are people that are digging for LeBron stuff. Like, that's all they do. 24 hours a day like right literally like that's what they that's their job you find something on LeBron so we can air it I don't, I'm saying no question luckily Mike is not he that his era they didn't have that type of scrutiny you know what I'm saying I got you so I got you so I think we got off topic but I'm sorry I just had to sit on my soapbox for a second but okay I want I want to ask y'all a question as well do you think let me ask you Frank Go ahead. do you think Thank you, baby. Do you think that the way the NBA is structured now, do you think they should mix the conferences and have seeds like they do in the NCAA tournament instead of having East and West because of the the um, the, the power that's went in the West? Do you think they should mix it up? Because they've talked about that. Do you think they should have a playoff format where a Western Conference team plays the Eastern Conference team in the first round of the playoffs, and you could have two Western Conference teams in the final oh, yeah, two Eastern Conference yeah, yeah. teams. No, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say they should do that because of Golden State. No, no, no. But that, but that's why they would do it, though. That's one of the reasons why. No, I, I, pers- I mean, personally, I think you let let this Golden State. I mean, again, you know, they have presented a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I will give them that. Okay. The challenge is. You can't beat us. Right. Nobody can. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Really, and really, I mean, to when I actually look at what's happening in the NBA, when you look at Houston, mm-hmm. them picking up Chris Paul, knowing if we get this this, this superstar two-guard combo. We're going to be nice. We, we surround him with three-pointers. We now have a chance of beating Golden State. No question. So I no like question. the fact, I do actually like the fact that the NBA teams are just stepping their game up. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like. Right. You know, so you know, I you know that's that level of competition that Golden State has created. I say let it play itself out. Right. I mean, but for me, 
And it's a love-hate relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I, I really do. When I, when I look at, I mean, Steph Curry, I mean, yeah, Steph Curry, I mean, I love him, the family thing, the daughter. Right. The, the, you know, I love it. You know what I'm saying? The way, the, how hard they play. So I do have a healthy respect for him. Right, I get you. you. Kevin I, Durant, yeah. he's from D.C. You know, but in the back of my mind, they're the villains. And I mean, to create a good, to create good programming, you have the villain and you have to have the to. hero. Right, you have to. So that's what Golden State has done. You know what I'm saying? They've created a, a villain atmosphere. They've created a villain gotcha. atmosphere. Well, people, we just, we're going to take a break, but I want y'all to chime in on what you think of this conversation. Uh, we unpacked it a lot. We hope we gave you some insight. By the way, um, like I said, we're here at 4711 Off Place, Southern Maryland. And we're here every Friday from 12 to 1. Don't forget to drop off your toothpaste, your soap, your lotion, antibacterial wipes and stuff here at the drop-off location. Um, Android users, don't forget to use the Google Store. Please don't forget that we are, we're streaming on our website with you know, local artists and everything else. So we'll be back. And uh, when we come back, we're going to unpack some more of this hip-hop nation and the platform that we think that some of these people should use to, to better their community and even better the world and their listeners. So we'll be right back.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, appreciate y'all being with us this afternoon from 12 to 1, your lunch hour. So if you're eating something good, let us know because we do like good food here. Don't you like good food? Yeah. I know you do. We're not just type it. We need to type just what you type eat. it. Type what you eat. Because <laughs> if it's good enough, I'm coming to your office. <laughs> and and we're gonna eat it up. And we're gonna eat it um, up. Again, we're at 4711 Off Place Suitland, Maryland. Again, this is I keep reiterating this because people need these things: toothpaste, soap, lotion, antibacterial wipes, socks, shampoo, comb, etc. Drop it off here with us, please, because there's a lot of people out there that need these things and don't think about it. So we're gonna. We're going to kind of um, continue our conversation from last week. I know last week a lot of people chimed in on the, on the hip-hop culture and the effect it has on our community. Um, I definitely want you to understand that we, we're not knocking anybody. You know, we, like we, we talked about this last week. We're not, we're not knocking anybody. Um, Frank and I just want to make sure that we, we promote positive things. In, uh, in, in, in this little hour that we have and in the people that are watching, that we promote positive things that other people can follow, that are able to listen to, that your kids are able to listen to. Because that's what we want. We want people to have a positive experience in life. And so that's why we unpack the hip-hop world, to try to make sure that these people that are, are writing these lyrics and are, 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 are selling this to the masses, because they're selling something. You know, like we talked about, I mean, even us on the phone, we talk about sex sales, violent sales, killing sales, all that stuff sells in this world. But why, my question is, and I, and I know you can unpack this a little better, why does, why does those things have to, why are those things important to people? Why are those things what drives the industry? Do you think that's what, do you think people are, that's what they right, want? So then, Go okay, ahead. so basically what you're saying is, is it possible to flip it? Yeah, exactly. Like that's my point. all the artists had songs about loving each other right and well let's go back 40 50 years I, I, I was about to I just thought about that you're right they did that's what they were doing yeah they were talking about love and all they that. were talking about love I mean it was very rare that you found I mean actually there was a time when there was no song that was negative right like, you know what I'm saying like right you know and even when they touched on you know subjects like sex or whatever they did it in a way that it was like you know what I'm saying like right Luther, you know, uh, I, I love you. I want to get married. Right. You know what I'm saying I want to be with you. That be with you. That was that was the. They were like, "Ooh, he said be with you." You know right. what I'm saying? Like that right. was. So it's just that our obviously society has changed, and then there's you know there's a lot of people that, I don't know. It's like a lot of people that don't see that change. Is there's some aspects of that change that are just bad, man? Right. I know. I mean, they're exactly. just bad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. And I mean, my thing is that maybe there's a lot of people that really just don't know that it's bad. Right. right. Like, really, they just don't know that it's a bad thing for me to make a song where I'm talking about banging off chicks. Just, that's not a bad thing. Right. And so, again, all I'm saying is maybe, you know, you know maybe God has it that he's going, he's going to take some people to create an environment where we start the conversation going. You know what I mean? Where right. maybe the, maybe people where, where there's some people that you shed light that they never knew. Right. Like maybe they just don't know it's bad for me to make a song about killing people. Well, I think, but but the problem is, I think society, like I just said, I think society doesn't want to hear that. For whatever reason, our society has gone from like you said in the '40s and '50s and '60s, where they're talking about love, to now, you know, we can we can attribute that also to the gangster rap that happened with uh with N.W.A. and that kind of took off and. And it took off in a whole different direction. But I also want, you know, it, it, my thing is if we can flip it somehow, some way to get one artist, let's say, let's for instance, let's say 
Jay-Z decided to just flip the script. Um, would his concerts still sell out? Yes, his concerts would still sell out. Because there's, there's, there's in, in the R&B world, there are artists that sell, like, that talk about what we just said, that sell out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think, but I think for some people that hear this, the, the, the cussing and the, and, and the gangster rap and stuff, they attribute that to being that's who they are. Like, what do they call it? Keeping it real or what? I'm, I'm, I'm gangster keeping, keeping it, it real. real. And then also, that's the standard. Right. That's the standard. Yep. Like, you can't, you can't really go to a label and be like, oh, I got this positive album. Right. You right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm trying to hit, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sell out, I'm trying to sell out in the hip hop world. Right. Right. You're going to have some execs that are going to come to you and be like, yo, you mind slipping in a couple uh, couple curse words? Right, right, right. You know, uh -huh. I, I mean, you know, because I mean, I, we see what you're saying here, but it would just be more impactful if you just slipped in the F word. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because you're saying, forget that dude. Right. Why don't you just say F that dude? Right, 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 right. That's right, what, right. you know what I'm saying? And then they'll come into you like, right. this part where you're talking about interacting right. with this girl can you make it a little more steamy? Right. But that's right. what but that's what Hollywood is is asking for. That's right. what the industry is asking for. Again, my whole thing is if you go against the grain, will it possibly lessen your chances of being successful? No. It, no, I'm well, yes, B. The the answer to that is yes. Yeah. You're you right. Got, you you're got right. people in Hollywood where or in the industry when they if they ask you to do that and you don't Right. That could be the difference between them putting you on and them not putting you on. But it comes back to this. Right. Right. What is your, what's your motive, like, what's your purpose behind all of this? Right. Yeah. Like, what, what's, what, what is your, what is your purpose for your music? Is it, I mean, it used to be I'm writing this song so that I can help somebody or so that I can get this message out. And it doesn't always have to be help somebody. Right. But no I can question. get this message out. And the, the question is, why are people writing these songs these days? Mm -hmm. And if you really look at it, a lot of it is driven by dollars. Right, it's dollars. And, let me tell you I something. I don't really believe this, but I'm going to say this because I think it's going to give me some money. Let me give you a story. It's so funny. Um, I was, when, my, when my oldest daughter was, I don't know if she was 12 or 13, there's this group called One Direction. You ever heard of One Direction? Mm. Some group from 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 England, some One Direction. Some, some y'all on Facebook probably know One Direction. Y'all watching by. So she, this first album, she was like, it was a, t it was like you know, teeny bopper group. Uh -huh. And the first little album, the songs were real like light and stuff. <laughs> and she was like, Dad, it's the greatest album. I said, Oh, I said, Yeah. I said, Let me tell you something. The next album ain't gonna be like that. The next album is gonna be selling sex and all that other stuff. She was like, No, they wouldn't do that. No, Dad, no. And sure enough, that next album came out, a whole different type of vibe came off that wow. thing. And I told her, and I, before that, she got on that, oh, you're just saying that. I said, just listen to the words. And she listened to the words, and she was like, wow. Like, the flip. And because I knew, because if a group starts out hot, the teeny bopper group, you know, they'll be like, oh, it's not to the kids, it's great. But they got to change to reach another audience. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, they, they, they don't, they, they, are, they probably never thought it, but you got all of these people that are seeing the dollars that could be made. Yes. If we Definitely. can, if we can expand their, you know, expand their fan base, right? Or the the you have these individuals that know that this seventeen year old person is now twenty one. Yeah, 
Yep. And then they'll say, you can't, you're not going to be able to sell to, to, to teenagers no more. Right. So you've got to change your music. you got to change your music. Now, let me ask you this, Frank. I know you 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 were big in the hip-hop, you know, with your music Still and stuff. Am. Still am. Still am. Do you feel like, is there any way that you feel that could it change? Could it become more positive and still and still have the same dollars and cents behind it? Or do you think that the powers that be don't want that because, well, you know, sex sells or whatever? No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and it's funny because sometimes I say to myself, if somebody were to have come to me when I was 18 mm -hmm. and said, Yo, man, you should you should listen to more positive music. How would I have taken that person? Right. Because I mean, dude, 18, 19, or I will say 16, 17, 18, you're in your rebel stage. Well, who well who did you listen to then? Let me ask you that. Who did uh, you listen so to? I was listening to Black Moon, Nas. Okay, let's uh, say Nas. Omega, let's say Nas came to you uh, and said that. Snoop, Dr. Dre, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that was hardcore. But what if Nas Smith came to you Wesson. and said that? Nas came to you and said, listen to something positive. Would that make more of an impact it on would. you? It would. Okay. It would. Okay. If they, if not, like, let's say if, if I was 18 and Nas, let's say I was 18 and Nas had a paradigm shift uh -huh. in his, in his own mind. Uh -huh. And he went from uh, Illmatic to an album called Change the World. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, I mean, Nas did have some positive songs, but come on, folks, please understand this. On this old, he has a couple positive things. If I have, if I have, if I have a, uh, a, a container and it has water in it, mm -hmm. and, I, and I say, okay, this, this is fresh water, this is fresh spring water, it's straight from the mountains of Colorado, I had it delivered here, everybody take a sip. And then I was like, but before you take a sip, I just want to, I just want to put a drop of cyanide in there. Oh my goodness. I just want to put a drop of cyanide in it just to spice it up. Just to spice just it. To spice it up. <laughs> I just want to spice it up. Right. Folks, right. you got to know when you, you know what I mean? Like when you put those little drops or But anyway, back to Nas. So let's say he had that, you, you know what I was getting at right. when I said Right, got you, got you. So back to Nas, if he came to me and he had a paradigm shift and he made an album called Change the World, and when you listen to the album, he literally was talking about like, yo, we should be more positive, yada, these things that are going on in the hood. He probably, you know, he still spit the same mean lyrics. But he was just saying, yo, these are things in the hood that we got to stop. Right. And he did it with no cursing. Mm -hmm. He did it with not no not calling girls bees and no or, whatever, or, or hoes or whatever. I think that that would have an impact on you. Mm -hmm. Because really, actually, when you think about it, there were, there were, that actually was happening during that era. Right. Because it was, remember, right during that, that 90s era when hip-hop literally took that, 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 made that change in terms of really becoming a money maker. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people are getting paid. Yeah. Like, getting yeah. paid well. Right. There were a lot of people that that saw that there was something spiritual behind it because remember that same time that right around that same time after it was only a couple years later that Pac died. Right. Only a couple years later that Biggie died. And when, you know, right after that, that's when Mace tried to convert. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like 
you know, Mace was part of Bad Boys. Right. Oh uh, yeah, I and remember then, that. And yeah. then he was like, "Yo, I'm not trying." Because and I, you know, he read he he wrote a book. Yeah. He, and he, he told everything. Yeah. In the book, he was talking about what was happening in the industry. He was talking about the the, the spiritual elements mm. and how people was literally losing their minds. Right. And craziness, and you know what I'm saying, like, and now, but now, if you were to look look up Mace, he flipped back. He came back. That money, boy. But here's the thing. That's no different from a quote-unquote Christian. No question. We you see what I'm saying? Yeah. See that? See that's where I'm. Th- that's where I'm saying these lines that are quote unquote kind of blurred is people got to be more real because we mm-hmm. we're looking at artists like oh they're bad or they're this, but but other other people are doing the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? People right. that are supposed to be Christian or whatever, they're still sometimes they'll go to parties, sometimes they'll drink, sometimes they'll smoke, sometimes they'll have premarital sex. We're all in the same boat. Man. We're all in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're going to come back, y'all. We're going to take a quick break, and we come back and talk more about this. This is real good stuff, y'all. Got my man Frank, man. He he knows a lot about this stuff, and he's, he's giving us some, some serious insight. So we'll be right back in a couple minutes. Uh, stay tuned. Again, we're, we're talking about hip hop from last week, and a lot of positive things came out the last one. We um, we just want to promote positive change and everything that's going on. So we got to make sure that we um, are aware of what's going on out there. And just like you talked about with, with with Mace coming back and going back, the Christian element is that we do the same thing. So we're not judging anybody. Right, right. We're just saying that. Th- be positive as much as you can, and we flip-flop, we all do, and there's nothing wrong with that. We, we As Christians, we flip-flop back and forth, and God don't look at us any differently. We're not, we're not judging these artists that do what we do. We're just saying, you know, we just got to monitor and, and, and what we say and what we do. A friend of mine asked a question, um, do they think that the legacy of Tupac and, and Biggie would be where they were, just like the legacy of Martin Luther, just like the legacy of, 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 of Malcolm X? Would that legacy be as big if they were still alive today? Now, Frank's going to dive into it. I'm going to give my opinion, and I'm going to let the, 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 the master speak on it. Whatever. Um, Whatever. I, I personally... There's only one I, master. I, right, well... <laughs> <laughs> True. True. We, we, uh, I personally, I don't think so, because I, 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 I say that because when somebody dies, 
it kind of, we're all kind of caught in that, what do you call it, that it's like time stands still for them at that point. So we, we kind of picture them in that point of the potential that they had. Right. So we're kind of stuck where they, where they stopped and we're there. Like we talk about Lynn Bias, the basketball player. He'd have been a great basketball player, but he, we don't know when he died. They say he'd been better than Michael Jordan, whatever, but you got to let it play out. We didn't let the legacy play out. I thought I thought DMX was great. I thought Nas was great. I thought Biggie. I thought Tupac. I, growing up, listening to these people, I thought were great. I mean, DMX. They say DMX is crazy now, uh, whatever reason. I mean, they say that they talk about some other artists that were in this in this realm. I personally don't think so. I think that they would have gone the way of a lot of other artists that went their way. They had some good things. I mean, some positive things they had to say. Some they didn't. So. I don't I don't think so personally just because I feel like like anything any artist that keeps going the way they're going They're not staying on top forever um, I think they kind of Jay-Z happened to come up behind them. and I think Jay-Z is a good artist. I do um, and he sustained just like um, um, LL sustained to the right, right, right. so I, I I don't know I, I I think not because of just the way rap has gone today that maybe what they're saying would have been irrelevant But who knows if they would have changed or not changed so go ahead. What do you think? The funny thing about it is, and I can remember this distinctly, there was an article in Vibe that Tupac wrote um, while he was in prison, right? Mm-hmm. This is right before he got released. Um, and those that, those that really follow hip-hop, you know exactly the article I'm talking about. In that article, and I couldn't believe when I was reading, like when I, when I was reading the article, literally you could see or you were reading Tupac changing. Mm. Mm. You were reading it. Like, he was talking about when I get out and the things that I've learned. And you know what I'm saying? Like, my mind state has, state has changed by being incarcerated. Mm. And, and I'm going to give you a prime example of, that, of, the, of the element of change based on incarceration once I'm done with this part on Tupac. And so he's having, he's taught like literally in this article in Vibe, because in for those of you that follow hip hop, the art the article cover, he's in all white. Mm-hmm. He has an all white outfit. And he's talking about like how he sees he sees where he's wrong. Like he sees where, you know what I'm saying? He that I'm I'm using my influence the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he's talking about these these conversations. I mean he's he's having this conversation um in this article. And literally, um, when he got out, that's when he came under under uh, death row. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, you know, Sugar's the one that posted his posted his uh, his bond or whatever. Um, got him out, and really kind of just pushed him right back into that lifestyle. But I actually, and it wasn't too long after that he's bought gone, mm-hmm. dead. Right. But um, in the back of my mind, and, and, I, and I'm going to bring this home when, when I give you this analogy. In the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Tupac actually had something that was stirring inside of him, and we know who that is. Yes. Something that was yes. stirring inside of him saying, yo, you got to use this platform for better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to give you... The, the best example of a person with a platform that has this 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 life altering experience 
because it doesn't always have to be jail. It could be a car accident. Right. Yes. Or exactly. it could be, you know what I'm saying? Or it could just be that you're one day, you know what I'm saying? Something comes over you and just like, like, like a Saul Paul scenario. Right. No doubt. But the best example of this, of, of, of the, of what, of this scenario is Mike Tyson. Mm, no doubt. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. When yes. you look, when you look at <laughs> yes. Mike Tyson then, compared to Mike Tyson now, they are they're like totally different men. Right. Yes. Matter of fact, the the level of differences are so extreme that Mike does not even like the old Mike. Mm. When 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 he goes in the interviews and and that they try to like ask him, well, you know, what about that? fight and so and so he's like I don't want to talk about that right and I mean he's not playing right because actually Mike is a little he's like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little off yeah he is but, but to the you know what I'm saying but to the good yeah. he's using it to the good now yeah like right. he's using it <laughs> off to be like nah I don't want to talk about that no but you're right and, and you're right it, and we I know we touch about de death and, 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 and it doesn't have to be I mean life-altering situations happen to us every day it's right. like you open your eyes to see like us losing our jobs or, 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 or a death or a breakup or something that we'd steam as like, man, that's tragic or that may be tragic. I mean, a lot of times, like you said, those are moments where we know who's trying to talk to you. We know God's trying to get to you to let you understand, hey, look, man, where you're going down this path isn't where you're supposed to be going. You got this platform. You got to move in this direction, brother. Right. And maybe... He gave Tupac that insight, knowing what was going to happen to Tupac down the line, which he did know what was going to happen to Tupac. I don't know. Right. Maybe when Tupac was in jail, if he had, if, if he hadn't succumbed to whatever would happen, I'm not saying that that's the reason he died or whatever. I'm just saying, sometimes we we don't get out of our own way for certain things, and it doesn't have to be. It's whatever you, you know. Positive people around you that we try to keep around you, and you keep negative people around you. They keep they keep bringing negativity into that's, your life. That's, that's who was with him that night at the fight. Exactly. Negativity into your life. A bunch of dudes life. like, oh, you should, you should, you know what I'm saying? That's the dude that took your chain, like, hyping him up. Like, right. he probably didn't even want to go. He probably wanted to have just a cool night with Mike because, you know, Pac and, and Mike Tyson were cool. Right. And he probably, but you got the, yeah, you're right. If you got that around you, they're going to hype you up. That's the dude that took your chain. Yeah. And, you know, if they start throwing, you feel almost feel obligated. Like, I got to get into it. Right. Right, and and it was funny, but because, he wasn't smart enough knowing, like, yo, if this all goes south, they gonna come after me, not y'all. Do you do you remember the fight he had with um, Evander where he bit his ear? Did yeah. you ever hear him talk about what happened before that fight? They had him on medication. They had Mike Tyson on medication. That he felt like he had, he said that wasn't me. He said that fight was not him. Well, they, I mean, the fight I'm talking about is when Pot was fighting in, well, in well, the casino. Well, yeah, I'm. I know. But you're talking about. I'm Mike, talking about the actual Tyson Mike Tyson fight, fight okay, where they, because what you're saying about change. They 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 made him get on Medicaid because he was crazy. Number one, and then he's in this fight with Evander where he's not all there. So now he's even more nuts because these medications. We don't want to talk about that. But but you're right. When you surround yourself, when like he had Don King, Pac had 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 had, had uh, Shug. You do about two two parasites on these two young men exactly. who didn't need that. They needed guidance. They needed support. That's what I'm telling y'all people. Is your influence on young people? Is 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 incredible. So, for instance, Very I much so incredible. I'm, right? I coach basketball, so I do. I coach AAU, and the impact you have on these kids as you coach them 
is, is incredible how they succeed in life, how they handle difficulties, how when you get in a game, you're down by 20, but you still stay true to your process because you may not win that game. Okay, you may be, but you can learn from losses. You can learn from things that that are hard in order to grow. And so your your impact on the next situation that comes on, you know how to handle it. So so for instance, if we're playing, we're playing one on one. Frank is beating me left. Okay, man, this guy's beating me. I can't, you know, he's making well, making me go left. I can't dribble left. So you go back to the gym and say, okay, I'm gonna work on dribbling left. Why? Because I got, I got destroyed because I couldn't go left or right or whatever you have in life that's difficult. Don't run from it. You know, positive. Don't run from it. That's why when people around you support you through ne- through tough times, that's what you want around you. Positive music helps you get through tough times. Positive people help you get through tough times. This hip hop culture don't try to get you through tough times. They're trying to t- keep you in this recycling thing of drugs, of, of, of sex and this and that and degrading women and all this other stuff and calling calling black people niggas and all this other craziness that we do that we call yeah, each other crazy, that crazy. yeah we call each other that now that's that's just wild and like in an open forum in an open forum call each other that you know what I'm saying Dennis Scott said it on the oh Dennis Scott said it on the NBA TV I mean on the, the All Star game he was like I'm gonna talk to these niggas here like are you serious right now crazy, and you get mad because people call you that but you sitting there refer to yourself as that like it's 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 a wildest well, thing in the world, let's, man. Let's, um, I tell you what. Let's um, before we close out, why don't you give us a give us a thought, and then I'll give us a thought, and All then, right. uh, we wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Great good, conversation. Good point. I, I want my thought is this, people. Um, whatever you do, and I, I'm a Christian man. Whatever you do, give glory to God. Okay. Whatever you do, and and your talk and your walk. I mean, we're not perfect. I'm not saying be perfect, but so try to surround yourself with people that are positive, and that's huge. Surround yourself with people that care about you that care about your well-being, not yes men, not people when you say I want to do a B and C mm. he they don't look at you and say yeah yeah go ahead and do that no no Brian don't do that this man right here has been a great sounding board for me because if I go off and I talk to him Brian chill Brian chill Brian chill and I hope I've been that for him so yeah. I want you people to surround yourself with positive things music people whoever you whatever you have that your circle Make it positive so they can help you through tough times because in the end, that's what you want. You want growth. And we want you to have growth here on this show. So go ahead. And let me say this. There's a lot of you all out there, Facebook Live, Vox uh, viewers, listeners. You're going through something major right now. Exactly. You know know how I know you're going through something major? Because God is putting it on me so I can relate to you. Crazy. I'm talking crazy. I'm talking about this, the stuff that's going on in your life is literally almost to the point of you trying to thinking about checking out. Yeah. That's how serious it is. Right. And I'm going to tell you why it's so serious. Because there's a blessing right around the corner. When I say right around the corner, I'm talking, I'm talking so, so close. And the devil knows this. Right. Like, he literally knows, like, this person has been through five years of hell, mm-hmm. like five years, mm-hmm. hell. Like I'm talking about every single day, days you don't even want to get out the bed. It's so freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And the devil tried to take you out, but you know what? He didn't. You're still breathing. You still have that vision. 
you still have that something inside of you that's like, yo, I'm going to make it. I know I'm, I'm going to make it. Make and if you're exactly. connecting with God, which is really that last final point, that he's like, listen, man, you got a couple more steps. Right. The last steps are the hardest. But those last steps are the steps that literally take that vision and they put the final, final touches on it. So it's a daggone masterpiece, my dude. My dude. I'm talking about masterpiece. I'm talking about on an untouchable level right. where when you tell your story of success, you're not talking like, oh, I read this or I saw this or I heard this. No, I went through this. Right. So I'm encouraging everybody out there that's going through that struggle right now. Just hold on. You're almost there. You ain't there. You're almost you got a couple more steps. So just be, just let, say, Lord, please just give me the strength for these last couple steps because I can't take it no more. That last rep when you lifting weights, Woo. that last rep, you need a spot, God will spot you. Last now we rep, here for baby. you. We got it. Thank you for watching. Remember, God has something for you around the corner. Hold on because your change is coming. Hold your, on. Your victory is coming. Hey, your hey. success is coming. Hey, hey. Be blessed and see y'all next week. Peace.